You are listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is called Discover and Communicate Your Value. This episode is dedicated to all of the people out there, especially the coaches in the world who are doing amazing work, but who are struggling to sell it because they have trouble describing the value of what they do. It really breaks my heart to see so many skilled, talented and passionate people with so much to give and with the capacity to change so many lives, but who are finding it hard to get people to engage with them or to buy with them and as a consequence are losing confidence in themselves and what they do. I want to dig into this because I want to give you some tools to discover and communicate your own value so that you can truly make your mark, put yourself out there get seen, get known, and start engaging clients. Why is knowing the value of your work so important? You could have a marketing message. You could have somebody to write copy for you. You could put up an ad. Why do you need to know the value of what you do? Well, first and foremost, I think it's pretty obvious that if you truly believe in what you do and you feel the value of it, then you will have the confidence to do it well You'll have the confidence to promote what you do and you'll have the confidence to talk to people clearly and succinctly to describe how you can help them. When you know the value of what you do, your words will flow with ease. You'll feel sure of yourself and confident to describe your services. So beyond any copywriting or advertising or other sorts of help that you can get, when you truly feel the value of what you do, Talking about it will become so much easier and people will really sense that you believe in what you do and that's actually what sells what you do, is your belief in it, your conviction around it. And leading on from that, secondly, the the fact that you understand and believe in the value of what you do will help you to 100% nail your marketing. It will become easy to develop develop very, very clear and compelling words, messages, connection statements, elevated pitches and advertisements that really describe what you do and are compelling and attractive. So why is it that we get stuck? What's so hard about communicating our value? Firstly, I think one of the problems is that we are all professionals. You might be wondering why that's a problem. But think about it. When you become a skilled professional, you get stuck in the world of your own jargon. What I mean is when you learn how to do something, you dive into the methodology, you study the science of it, the theory of it, you you get lots of experience. Those are the things that are in your head. Those are the things that you talk about and communicate. I want to give you an example, which is quite embarrassing for me, but really shows how this works. Years ago, I was at uni studying biology, finishing up my degree, and I remember driving on a holiday with my parents and my boyfriend at the time. We were going somewhere. I can't quite remember where. And I'd just finished a university assignment on Bankshire Woodland. And so as we were driving toward our holiday spot, everyone in the car was talking, and I looked out the window and said something like, wow, look at that low open Bankshire woodland with a shrub understory. (laughs) 
Of course, my parents and my boyfriend all laughed out loud, spontaneously at the same time. They even cried with laughter. And I was so mortified. But you get the idea. I was talking in my language, my university language, about the bush that we were driving through. And they had no idea what I was going on about. And they thought it was ridiculous. Maybe that's what you're doing right now. Maybe people aren't laughing at you, but they just simply don't understand. So let's talk about university level versus kindergarten level knowledge. This is the lesson here for you. Your audience isn't as educated as you are on those subjects that you've been diving deep into. And they could be two or five or 10 years behind you and your experience and knowledge. They're not a scientist. They're not a practitioner. They're not spending their weekends heavily geeking it up on the internet, reading everything they can on positive psychology or the science of healthy eating. So it becomes this broadening gap, this widening gap. It's like you're at the university level of knowledge in an area and your potential clients are at the kindergarten level in terms of their understanding and knowledge of that subject area that you work in. And that can be one of the reasons that you struggle to communicate your value. What this means is that you have to take a step back to the old you. You have to go right back to where you were two or five or ten years ago, or at least to the absolute beginning of your journey and explore what was going on for you then, what you were feeling and thinking then, to reflect on why you were doing those studies and had that interest and what you needed and wanted at the time. And this starts tapping into the heart of the next point that I want to raise, the second reason that you might be finding it hard to communicate your value. And that is that you need emotion, not logic. Think about the way your brain works. When you're in geeky learning mode, university knowledge mode, absorbing information like a sponge, you're using the logical part of your brain and you're using jargon to talk about what you do. It's dry, factual, and scientific. And that's where you're spending most of your time. But 90% of anybody's buying decision is based on the emotion they feel when they interact with you and the emotion they feel about their problem. Let me say that again. 90% of any buying decision is based in emotion. Either you're emotional about your problem or you're emotional about achieving a solution, excited, terrified, feeling hopeless, feeling optimistic. There's some sense of deep emotion that's compelling you to get help to buy something. And what does that mean for you as a practitioner, as a professional trying to sell a service? It means that you need to get out of your logical learning mode thinking and to really hook into your passion to become emotionally heightened and get into your ranty soapbox mode so that you can get people interested in your cause, engaged with you and believing that you're the person to help them. This is known as sharing your why and it's the most powerful driving force in marketing. And that's because your why contains your values, your motivators, your beliefs and possibly your life experience or journey all wrapped up into a motive roller coaster story. And that's what you need to tap into. 
let's talk a bit more about tapping into your why and how to do that. The value of what you do is in the result that it gives the person who's buying it. I'll just say that again so it's clear. People see the value in what you do if you can give them the result that they want or help them to achieve the result that they want. So right now, I invite you to cast your mind back to the person that you used to be and what you were desperate for and how much value that brought to your life. Think about how you would describe that value, how you would define it. Go back to the reason why you started studying what you're doing now in the first place because that's where your ideal client is right now and doing this exercise will give you some clues as to the value that they are looking for. Just to help you really implement this I want to take you through a little two-part exercise so that you can tap into the value around your service and get the words right for this. It's a two-part exercise and I invite you now if you want to to get some paper and a pen to write some notes or at least write down the questions that I'm going to ask you. I want you to imagine that you are your own customer. Swap places with your customer and now you're buying something from you. And take yourself back to the you of a few years ago. Imagine that you're the person who desperately needs help. Okay, so let's do part one of this exercise now. A few reflections. And you might like to write these questions down and dwell on them a bit later. Think about how you feel and write down your answers in full. So for part one, imagine that you're about to buy your service that you offer now as a customer. You're about to buy your coaching package or your coaching program or whatever it is. Imagine what the value is that you want to get from buying that service. Here are the questions to ask yourself. Why are you buying that service right now? Why are you buying it? What would it mean to you if you could get the result that you wanted as a result of using that service? What would it mean if you could get the result you wanted from using the service? And what is that result? Specifically, exactly, precisely, how do you want to feel? What do you want to get? What do you want to be different? Answer those three questions. So the result is the feeling that you want to have, the outcome, and what that will mean for you. Now ask yourself, if you could achieve the result you want, get that feeling, that outcome, what would that allow you to do in future? What would be different in your life? Would you be more connected with your kids, able to ask for a job, able to avoid family illness, change careers, find a new partner? What would it mean for you? Be around for your grandkids? Think about what the result would allow you to do in the future that's different. Okay, so that's the first part of the exercise. You might like to go back and answer those questions independently, but they're going to help you to tap into why 
you would buy in the first place. So let's go to the second part of the exercise and I'd ask you once again to write down the questions and to do some reflection on them. Imagine now that you have purchased your service and you've just finished using the service that you sell. Pretend that you're the customer and you've completed this program or package or whatever it is. How are you feeling right now? Write down two or three feeling words, emotional words. Are you feeling excited, uplifted, more confident, inspired? Don't use my words. Think about your words to describe the feelings that you have because you've achieved this result. Write it down. Now I want to ask you three questions to help you to write yourself a testimonial for your own services as if you were the client. Answer these three questions to write your testimonial. Question one is, what were you doing before this program came along? How were you feeling or what was the problem? Describe it. What were you doing before you used this service? The second question is, what did you achieve during the service while using it? What did you achieve while using the service? Question number three, how is your world transformed now because of that? How is your world transformed now because of that? So those three questions you're going to use to write yourself a testimonial. I've got a couple more questions to ask you to write down and, and do reflections on to help you really capture the essence of how your life has changed from using your own service. After all said and done, after you've finished this program or using this service, whatever it is, how do you feel? How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about your life? Next, I want to ask you, what have you gotten rid of? So here with this question, what have you gotten rid of? It's the problem, the pain, the, some negative feeling or thought, something like that. What have you gotten rid of? And finally, describe the sense of accomplishment that you have as a result of achieving what you have so far. Describe the sense of accomplishment that you have for achieving what you've achieved. You'll notice that all of these questions are, or many of them are asking about feelings. And as I mentioned before, that's because 90% of any buying decision is based in strong emotion and logic only makes up 10% of the buying decision. You need to speak emotionally to your clients and in a story-like way rather than in a fact-based way to really engage them to buy. People buy results that they want and they want to feel a certain way. So our goal in marketing is to listen to what our customers say and to reflect that back. And that would be your third task. After doing part one and part two reflections, before and after using your own service, you can go and reality check those feelings with people in your niche. Ask them how they're feeling right now and get testimonials from your past clients. 
See how well their stories and their feelings match yours. Ultimately, your audience is going to buy if you use their words. And hopefully your experience is similar enough to theirs that you, you are already speaking their language. So let's just recap what we've talked about today. Communicating your value starts with understanding your why. Your why wraps up many things. Your motivators, your values, your life, sto life story or journey, your triumph over tragedy, and it wraps it up in an emotive storytelling way that is engaging to prospective clients. And there's a two-part exercise you can use to get some ideas on the value of what you do by putting yourself in your customer's shoes and asking yourself how you felt before and after using the service that you and what you truly wanted and what you got from it. Really powerful stuff and I hope this has been useful for you. And if you're a coach who needs some help to dig into this and to get clarity on your messaging and the value of what you do, so that you can more effectively package and describe and sell what you do, I welcome you to join my new Facebook tribe, Coaching Success Accelerator. Search for that in the Facebook search bar, Coaching Success Accelerator. Doors are open today. I am so excited. I hope to see you there. And I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. Thanks for listening and bye for now.